0: Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar. This is Elder G. Bazaar calling all souls. Calling all souls. Whether you a backslider, whether you a sinner, whether you a hypocrite, calling all souls. Letting you know that Jesus Christ still saves. He's saving yesterday. He's saving today. And by the grace of God, he's going to be saved tomorrow if he don't come for the church. If he don't come from the church, I'll be here, amen, on the earth, still preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Elder G. Bazaar, watchman on the wall up here in Warren, Ohio. And I'm stretching on down there in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm going on across over there to on the other side of Dallas, Texas, called LaBette, Texas, Bob. Texas, I hope I'm standing right. We got a brother, Brother Timothy Jackson, over there waiting to preach this gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one that is, the one that's now, and the one to come, the Almighty, the Everlasting Father. Greetings to you, to my fellow brethren, in the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to talk about some good stuff this afternoon, and that is Jesus Christ. There's no other name given unto heaven whereby we can be saved in the name of Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about old Daniel. Old Daniel told us a lot of Bible prophecies. 2,600 years ago. He he broke it down all the way up to the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. And he, he was letting us know 2,600 years ago exactly what would be going on in 2023. And now we're in 2023. And we're going to talk about it because Jesus is soon to come back to this earth. Thank God Almighty. Amen. I don't mind preaching the gospel. I don't mind seeing souls be one to Christ. But anymore, I'll tell you one thing. This world is in a mess. It's in a total, almost a total mess for those that don't know Jesus Christ. And I'm begging you, I'm pleading to you this afternoon as we go into the word of God, if you're not saved, You need to get saved. If you're a hypocrite, you need to quit playing around with the Lord and come on in to the fold. And if you're a backslider, good God Almighty, the Lord said, I'm married to a backslider. Come on back. Amen. Ain't nothing out there in that world. Ain't nothing but hell and raging bulls. It ain't nothing but snakes and dogs and everything, and they'll eat you up. And if you don't know Christ, amen, they will get the victory over your soul. And what we're fighting for this afternoon is souls of men, souls of men. Whoever, whoever don't know anything about your soul, you need to learn today about a soul that God gave man in the Garden of Eden through Adam and Eve. Every man that's born in the image and the likeness of God has a soul, a spirit, and a body. The body's going to die, and if you, don't, if you don't receive Christ, your soul is going to die, not in a way not in a way that it would go out of existence, but in a way in which you would be separated from God Almighty forever. And that separation would be hell itself. You must be born again. Let's bow our heads. And after I say a few things after prayer, we're going to let Brother brother Tim Jackson come on, on here. I know he preached today. Amen. And I'm not going to let him work too hard Amen. But we want to tell you something. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your love. We ask you right now as we go into the word of God, we want you to use us in a mighty way that men, women, boys, and girls, and those that need to know Jesus Christ, that they may come to acknowledge the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For he is the one that died on Calvary's cross, put in the grave, went down into the grave, stayed there three days and three nights, and got up out the grave with all power and heaven and earth in his hands. We ask you in Jesus' name right now, let the church say amen. Get right, church. Get right, church. Get right, church. And let's go home. The king is coming to this earth real soon. But when he comes back, he's not going to step on the earth when he comes back for the church. Amen. He's gonna be suspended in the air. Amen. Just Ooh, on the outskirts of heaven. He's gonna be outsk- He's gonna be coming on the outskirts of heaven, and there he's gonna set up the judgment seat of Christ. Oh my God, my God! Do you know what I'm saying? He's gonna set up the judgment seat of Christ on the outskirts of heaven. Oh my God! You know, yeah. like you go to Chicago, you go to Chicago, Illinois, or go to one of these big cities, and you go right into this city. And then you come out on the suburbs. In other words, when you come out on the suburbs, you're still in Chicago, but you're out from maybe, uh, let's say, 20 miles. Amen. You're on, you're on the outskirts of uh, Chicago, and Jesus Christ is going to come back from heaven. Amen. He may be a million miles away from heaven, but see, heaven is so big, and the heavens are so big, that's a short distance, and he's going to set up the judgment seat of Christ. Listen to what I'm saying. He's going to set up the judgment seat of Christ on the outskirts of heaven, and there he's going to call the church home. Hallelujah, praise God. He's going to blow the trumps, and the trumps going to blow, and the dead in Christ going to rise, and we that remain alive going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and the church will be at the judgment seat of Christ, and we're going to be judged. What you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about we are going to be judged for our works. for our works, for all saved, born again believers. You hear what I said? All saved, born again believers that have received Christ will be judged for our works. Our works is consisted of five crowns. crowns. Come on, Ooh, Lord, have mercy. There's five crowns that you can attain at the judgment seat of Christ. Five crowns. Mm -hmm. The crown of joy, which is so winning. The crown of Eternal, the crown of righteousness, the crown of the mortal crown, the pastoral crown, and the crown mm. of, the, uh, of the return of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Did you not know there's a crown for those that believe believed in the return of Jesus Christ and know the function and know the system and know the uh, the chronological cor- cor- order that Jesus Christ is going to come back to this earth? There's a amen, crown for it. Good God Almighty. I can't right. wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Because I'm working. I'm working with souls. I'm I'm trying to tell the world, come on, man. The devil ain't got nothing to offer you. But hell. Amen. Amen. And misery and lying and cheating and and, and the prison house and drugs and homosexuals. He ain't got nothing to offer you. You think that's a good time? That's not a good time. That's miserable. Why don't you try Jesus Christ? The son of the living God God himself manifested In the flesh, seen of angels Justified Amen. by the spirit, Come on, received up Into glory, and he's coming back again To get a glorious, coming sanctified back. Holy ghost, justified Church, and we're going to be dressed What oh my God, we're going to be dressed For judgment, God's going to dress Us up, we're going to have a new body We're going to have a new We're going to, we're going to have a mind of Christ But our whole whole physical body is going to be a glorified body. A body that right. do what pain is. A body that will never get sick. A body that will be able to live and live and live and live and never get sick again. No welfare department. No no prison houses. No drug addicts. Mm-hmm. Good God Almighty. We talk about a place what the Bible calls the millennium reign of Jesus Christ, and we will rule and reign on this earth with Jesus Christ, and we will have... Woo, we'll become rulers of many nations. Oh my That's right. God! It's, it's, it's so much. There's so much of it that I can't tell you right now. There's so much of it that I can't tell you right now. But let me tell you, it's out of sight. It's out of sight. We we will have we will have the the jurisdiction of the whole universe. Woo! We will Ooh. go. We will be go. We'll go beyond what God has in store for those that love Him. My Lord, my Lord. Here we go. Here we go. Now, br- Brother Tim, uh, I'm going to break this down. Daniel was telling us about a government, a government that God is going to uh, uh, start up on this uh, earth, and that is the government of the Millennium Government, the, the government that mm. will be ruled with rod of iron. <clears throat> There's six thousand years Satan has been ruling and messing up and tearing up and ripping apart. He's been lying cheating, he's been trying to defeat the mighty God from Zion He's been trying to deter people from knowing who Jesus Christ is because he knows that he's mm. on his way to hell on a fast That's right. he's on his way to hell and ain't no turning back and he's trying to get everybody he can to go to hell with it since he don't since That's he right. can't go. He don't want you to go. That's why he wants you to do his bidding and do his service. That's why he is offering you the world, amen, and don't have nothing else to offer you. And Jesus said, what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What would it profit you to gain everything that you got and keep it for a period of man. a short, maybe 60 years or 70 years, and then die and go to hell? But God has something for you. And you know what he established in that? He established it at Calvary's cross.
1: Woo! Right.
0: Hallelujah! He died on Calvary's cross, and Daniel said that when he comes back, he's gonna get ready to set up the millennium government. But before that, the tribulation has to take place, and the tribulation is almost here. And that Bible, and what Daniel called it, he called it the seventieth week. The seventh week spoken by the prophet Daniel. God gave what? He gave Israel 483 years to reestablish the Jewish nation. 483 years. I'll say it again. 483 years. Daniel said God is going to work for Israel for 483 years, and that 483 years will cut off and cross. It was cut off at the cross, so he promised that he would give them four hundred and ninety years to fulfill the commission and the calling of the Jewish nation to preach the gospel. And so the Lord cut him, up, cut the Jewish race off at four hundred eighty-three years when he rode to Jerusalem on the coat of an ass, and he was the the Jewish people were cut off. But now they're going to be cut back in to the vine, and the vine is consistent of seven years. The seven years cannot occur until the body of Christ is excommunicated. And when it is excommunicated, then the Jews will come back to fulfill the 490 years that God promised. Oh, hallelujah. God said, I'm going to promise my people that they will have an opportunity as a nation to preach the gospel to the world, and the world is going to hear it. They're going to see it. They're going to feel it. They're going to experience the power that's in the power of the Holy Ghost in the Jewish people, Amen. and they're going to Amen. preach for 1,260 days. That's three and one-half years. And then uh, Moses and Elijah is going to come back in the second part, and they're going to preach 1,260 days. Good God Amen. Almighty, listen to what I'm saying. The gospel's going to be preached. The devil can't beat God. The devil He's a lightweight compared to God's heavyweight. Amen. Amen. One come thing on. Somebody, God has never lost a fight. He's been fighting for the he been fighting for Israel. He's been fighting for he's been fighting for his church. And guess what? The devil's sitting in the corner right now. Whoa. And he said, Oh, I'm losing. I'm losing. Yes, he's losing. But he won't tell you he's losing. He's trying to get everybody he can. But yet still, here's what we're gonna go into. We're gonna go into the seven year tribulation period. What are you gonna do after? the tribulation period, and what you what you have to do if you be left here. What should you do if you be left here after the rapture of the church because the trumps are almost about to sound? And this seven-year Come tribulation on. will exactly, exactly, exactly seven years will complete the redemption plan of 6,000 years that God will have saved those people from Adam all the way over to the 6,000 years, and then we're going to go into the millennium reign. But thank God, and I'm going to give it to the brother. When the millennium reign, before the millennium reign is over, and after the tribulation is over, God is going to bound Satan. He's going to put him in the bottomless pit, the pit that's in the heart of the earth. He's going to put him in there for 1,000 years. Uh, amen. And all his demons, all his Nephilim, all his little cohorts, all the wicked spirits will be bound in the bottomless pit for 1,000 years, and Satan will have no authority in the millennium reign, because the Spirit of God is going to cover the earth like the water covered the sea, and God is going to reestablish Israel, he's going to reestablish uh uh the age limit the age limit that you will live in the, uh uh the millennium reign is a thousand years Good God almighty he's going to bring back the age limit because he cut it down from a thousand years all the way down to three score and ten and maybe four score that's eighty years but God is going to reestablish everything that the devil have tried to destroy. He's going to restore the family. He's going to restore the teenage responsibility. He's going to restore everything that the devil has tried to destroy because God is God, good God Almighty. And there is no other God but the God of Israel. And this year is showing us in the last few months that we have, oh, my God, I know what you think I'm crazy. I ain't crazy. I got good sense. I woke up this morning in my right mind. I know who I am. I know where I came from, and I know where I'm going. So I ain't That's crazy. Right. I'm letting you know that Jesus Christ is the only thing that I got and the only thing I want to have because he has brought me. He has brought Brother Jackson across the threshold of destruction. Because he could have been gone. I could have been gone. But the Lord said, I'll Amen. keep you. Right. Because he's my shepherd. He's my shepherd. I don't want nothing else. I don't need nothing else but Jesus Christ. So what we're we going to do this afternoon, this evening, we're going to get on that tribulation and let you know what where where, where the tribulation is going to start in in the book of Revelation. And what Daniel said when he said, shut up the book, don't write no more. Well, after he said, shut up the book, don't write more until the time of the end then that time of the end is now because the revelation is the conclusion of what Daniel said that shut up the book until the time of the end and the end of time is when the church, the church is raptured up. Then that's the beginning of the end of time for seven years. God is going to let the devil loose. And when he gets loose, if you don't know him after the rapture of the church, you will have to face the antichrist. So right now, I'm going to give it over to the brother and let him work work with it, walk with it, amen, and let us know, amen, Ooh, how soon this is going to happen. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We are running for our lives. We are running to what? See Jesus, because I want to see him. I want to look at him. I want to hold his hand. I want to put my arms around him. I want to love him because he first That's loved right. me. Go ahead, brother. Walk with him.
1: Amen, Dr.
0: Some Amen. tough Amen. stuff that you were teaching.
1: Man, everything you just said was the same exact thing that I preached on the day of church. The <laughs> same exact same thing. Amen. Oh, That's good stuff, brothers. It's good that we're on the same spiritual wavelength.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. The king is coming soon. Amen. All you that are worried, you don't have to worry. Amen. He's come back to get a, drink a spot or a wrinkle. Amen. Like the brother said earlier on the song. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We are. Amen. Due for the return of Christ. Amen. The the two that there have been three times that Christ will appear twice on earth, one in the air. Amen. Above the All right now. The first one is Matthew. First chapter, verse 18, amen, when Christ is born of the Virgin Mary. That's the first time when he is born. He will walk the earth for 33 years. Go ahead. Amen. Excuse hey, my phone. Amen. Hey, he will walk the earth for 33 years. Amen. He's walked the earth. He, before then, he was he died on the cross for our sins. He was buried. He was resurrected on the third day. Amen. Gave us salvation. All glory be to God. Amen. 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 All glory be to God. Amen. And 2,000 years later, here we are. Amen. Let's look at it. Thank you, Christians. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Watch this. Amen. So when we think about this, amen, let me give my little notes out. All right. Amen. And there are two times that he'll return to the earth. Amen. Now, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go ahead and start over in Matthews. I'm going to start at the back of my sermon, what I preached today. Amen. Matthews, because I remember reading this many years ago, brother, and I couldn't understand it for nothing. And I was like, man, what does this mean? Amen. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for spiritual wisdom and knowledge. Amen. Thank God also for Elder Bazaar. Amen. He helped me with a lot of things and learn the scriptures, amen, a lot of things he showed me, amen. I thank God, but a lot of things the Holy Spirit of God has showed me over the years, amen. Amen, um, brother.
0: Just, just, amen,
1: I want to share this with you. Matthew, the 24th chapter, verse 3. 24, right. Amen, 24 and 3. It says, and as he said upon the Mount of Olives, amen. This is the known of the Discourse. This was known as. As the Olivet Discourse, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us when these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming, and of the end of the world. Amen. Now, that yes. verse is a lot. This is known once again as the Olivet Discourse. This was a time that the disciples took, took, uh, took time to take advantage of something. He said, what are they taking advantage of? They was taking advantage of the the Savior, the Messiah Himself, who came to Earth. He was long awaited, Amen, by the Jews, by the Israelite people. They were waiting on Christ to return, to come to, not to return, but to come to Earth. And there was one known that was going to free them from bondage, Amen. But what the amen. they were looking for, they were looking for it to be free from the earthly bondage. Because they was mad because they was under the, the, the Roman rule. Amen. Roman was, they was under the, the harsh rule. And they wanted to be free. They knew about this Messiah that was coming. But the bondage that the Messiah was coming to free us from was the bondage of sin. Amen. Come on. So come what on. they were looking for him to do, he had not yet come to do that. And that's to put all his enemies under his feet. Now he will do that. And we believe that he's going to do that soon. Amen. But two thousand years ago was not the time. He came the second set the record straight. And to die for man's sin, he said first I have to I have to prepare you. Amen. To, to amen.
0: come to heaven.
1: Amen. You can't just go to heaven any kind of way. It's just like a wedding. You don't show up at a wedding. Amen. Any kind of way, but in most cases anyway. Come on, preach. You don't show up at certain places. Just any kind of way. Amen. So he said, I want to make sure that you are prepared. Amen. When you, Amen. Amen. The of God. Amen. 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 Now watch this. Amen. Now I want to jump over to twenty-four to Matthew twenty-four chapter, verse twenty-nine
0: through thirty-one.
1: Now this, All right. these verses, Amen, are actually talking about when Christ come back after the tribulation. This is when Christ returns. Well, the second time he's going to touch the earth The first time he was born the Virgin Mary He walked among men The second time he's going to come back To the earth with the church Amen now watch what it says Amen, Amen. Matthew the 24th chapter verse 29 says Immediately after the tribulation Of those days Shall the sun be darkened Amen And the moon right. shall not give her light And the stars shall fall from heaven and the Come powers on. of heaven shall be shaken. I Come believe on. we make light of the scriptures, Amen. Because, because to us they're just mere words on the page. But these words say a lot more than us just looking at them. Come do on, Do you Preacher. understand, Amen, Doctor? And do you understand when it says that
0: immediately
1: after the tribulation of those days, yeah. the tribulation is only going to be seven years. But it says that the sun shall be darkened. Remember that the last three and a half years are going to be the worst of the seven years. Because come God on, come Christ on. Going to, he's going to unleash his wrath on those that rejected him. Now, now the the first three and a half years, the the the, uh, the Antichrist and, and the world powers are going to wreak, wreak, wreak havoc on the earth. But God is too as well. Remember, this whole seven years is going to be a judgment on those that have re- rejected Christ. Amen. Yeah. But do you yes, understand sir. that if you was imagine this, if you was to walk into a room and the only source of light is the light switch on the wall. Once you cut off that light in that room, it's what? It's dark. Dark. Yes. Amen. And it's pitch black. Amen. Well guess what? When 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 the sun is darkened, it's gonna be pitch black. We talking about Woo! in the daylight. Pitch black. See, we ain't experienced we ain't talking about the eclipse. We ain't talking about <laughs> a few Come stars on. shining. Amen. We ain't talking about the moon. Amen. We ain't talking about some street light. It's gonna be pitch black. And then it says that the that, that the and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. My God. Come on, preacher. Man, you talking about the, the heavens gonna rumble. It's gonna the be shaken with a great noise. Amen. And man, you talking about the fear of those who rejected Christ. Now remember that the only people that's gonna be left on the earth that would be uh saints and some of those that have gotten saved. Amen. Some Amen. that's still alive on the earth that's saved. Amen. But remember, Amen. most of the people are gonna be what? Gone because the church before the great tribulation is gonna be gathered together. They're gonna be raptured up out of here of this earth. Amen. That's number one. Amen. All right. Number two, some people are gonna receive salvation uh right after Christ. Come and get to church. Why? Because on, there's preacher. a lot of people that's listening and hearing this word right now. And they just, for some reason, they just don't feel sure. They just don't feel like like there's enough. What we're doing is not enough. to convince them that God is real. They hear us. They <laughs> Come on, preacher. Us, but, but they just feel like something deep down in, in, in their soul, their spirit. They just don't want to trust it all the way, which is a huge mistake. If you're listening to this and you're setting them on the fence, we pray to the most high God that you receive salvation before it is too late. But guess what's going to happen? Some folks are going to actually get saved uh, because they've heard this gospel, they've heard this word, they doubt doubted. But once they see the proof of, of, of Christ coming back to get to church, and all people go, and they say, you know what? I heard about this thing. I yeah, believe they yeah. call it the rapture. Amen. The other thing they going to say about I believe they call it the rapture. And they're going to recall these words these sermons, these these shows that we've done, and you don't know what they're going to say? Uh-huh. I don't want to go to the Lake of Fire.
0: I don't come wanna, on, come
1: on. There's a good number of people going to get saved. The Bible talks about yes, it. it. Not, brother. 144,000. There's going to be a lot of people going to get saved after the tribulation. But if I were you, and you're listening to us, and you got this chance and opportunity, I would not wait. I will go no, and say today why you still have the opportunity because you don't know. You you don't know the day or the hour. You don't know the next minute. You may not even get to make it the next minute. Amen. God may call you home the next Come minute. On, Amen. Preacher. Amen. Come Amen. On. Now watch this. Amen. Now watch this. Verse 30 says, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. My Hallelujah. God. It's going to be dark there ain't going to be no light from the moon, the stars, the sun. It's going to be pitch black. You're not going to be see your hand in front of your face. And all can you imagine it just being dark, but all of a sudden there's light outside. The sun is all shining. It's going to go pitch black. Oh, you couldn't imagine that. No moon, no stars, no sun. And then all this great rumbling noise, or just a great, terrible sound that you hear over you. The heavens are just shaking. Shaking. And all of a sudden... Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. All right. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. See, they mourning now. No. Uh-huh. Because they let me tell y'all something. I just like I said yesterday, don't let nobody fool you into believing that they don't believe that there's no God. Trust me when I say, everybody know that there's a God. They know that yes, God is they real. do. They know that God exists. They play all these games like they don't believe in God. I don't believe in that nonsense. That's what they like to say. But they know that God is real. But the but the Bible said that the whole earth is going to mourn. They're going to be in terror at the sight of Christ coming back.
0: Yeah, gonna, yeah.
1: Gonna Amen. But they're going to be in terror. You want to know why? Because they know mm-hmm. it's over with. They know it's, it's over with.
0: It's Amen.
1: over. It's over. Ain't nothing they can do. Amen. He's coming back. Amen. Amen. Every knee should. Every eye shall see, Every knee should bow. Yeah. Every tongue should confess. Amen. That's what it's referring to. Amen. That's what talking about. Amen. Because they're going to know that, hey, that is the Lord. That is Christ. That is the Lord. That's the true Savior. Not this fake Antichrist, amen, Come on. That, 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 that the people will believe in it. Not Not the fake Antichrist. But it's going to be too late. Too late. It's going to be too late. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Now, you know, uh, man, now watch this. Amen. Let me read on some more. And it, says, and, and it says that, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Do you know Come on. What, what that means when it says great glory? Don't Come you? on. Let, let, me, let me show y'all what it means. Let, let me help you out a little bit so you can understand a little bit more clearly. The faith should have an idea. Go to Revelation, the 19th chapter. <laughs> Come on, brother. Come on, now, you, you know where you, you, I know you know where I'm going. You, 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 I know where you're going. Amen. You know where I'm going. 19
0: and,
1: and 11. The, whoo, my brother, he, I know you know. Revelation, 19 and chapter, 11. 19 and 11. This is exactly what I preached on today. Revelation 19, verse 11, and he is the one righteous judge. He is coming back
0: to coming judge back. the
1: earth. Amen, amen. First one was judgments and punishment, but he's gonna now finally judge this wicked world. The age of Satan has officially come to an end. Amen. Oh, so, so, man. So, so, amen. So, when you think about when he says the end of the world, what he's actually saying is the end of the rule of Satan. You gonna see that here in a minute, Christians. I wanna share with you. Now, watch this. Revelation nineteen eleven. Now, remember, remember what it said. And uh Matthew the twenty fourth chapter verse 30, thirty. It says, I'm gonna read it again, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now, now keep on. that section of the verse in your mind. And I'm gonna show you exactly over here in Revelation 19th chapter verses eleven through sixteen, exactly what he's talking about. Now watch what he's saying. This is what, this is what John said he saw. And I saw heaven open. Yeah. And behold, a white horse. Now this horse is yeah. so white, so bright, bright, bright like the sun. All <laughs> be, the Come on. Christ is going to be glowing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. Christ mm-hmm. is going to be glowing when the man. Can you imagine it being pitch black? You can't even see the front of your face. You can't see your hand. The person standing next to you can't see nothing. And the heavens, the earth is just shaking with a great noise. And all of a sudden, heaven opened up. And behold, a white horse. And yes. he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. True. And in righteousness, Come he on. do judge and make war. Guess who he's going to make war with? He ain't
0: going
1: to make war with the saints because he love us. He's going to make <laughs> war with the wicked, those that have rejected him, those that have the nerve to sit up and try to make war with Christ. See, they think they slick. They got all these fancy weapons. We learned about some new stuff that they got, but they ain't even reveal half of the weaponry that they got. The military got Come weapons that will blow your mind. They, 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 they're hiding this stuff. And, man, look at here. In the battle back. of Armageddon, look at here. Yes, Watch sir. this. Amen. Watch this. And it says, verse 12. His eyes were aflame as a flame of fire. Come My on. Gosh. Hey, you can't can you imagine looking at him? His eyes were <laughs> <as laughs> a flame of fire, and on his head were many not some crowns,
0: no. many
1: crowns.
0: Yeah. And he had a
1: name written that no man knew but he himself.
0: Come Amen. On, Bishop.
1: Amen. And he was clothed with a vesture, dipped in blood. And Come his on. name is called the Word of, the God. Word of Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Verse 14, and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon the white horse. Guess who those armies yes. are? Ooh. Going to Look at here? The, angels, the, host there, the, the church, the whole of church. heaven, the saints are the coming saints. back with Christ. Amen. Watch what it says. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white thrones. White horses. Amen. I'm sorry, white horses. Clothed and fine linen, white and clean. I hear you, brother. Amen. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations,
0: and shall yeah. rule
1: them with a the rod of iron. And he Come credit on. the wine prison. Amen. Of the fierceness and wrath of all my lord God. have mercy lord amen have mercy. amen i'm not through go to jude go ahead brother the book, go to book of jude amen I want, I want to go a little bit more deeper with this amen. Come the on, book on, of jude. Jude. i'm gonna show you something amen i know what
0: you're saying i know
1: what you're saying amen jude 114. wait hey, i know my brother amen jude 114. The, uh, there's only one book 114. amen And I'm going to read through 15. Now, watch this. It says, Enoch, and Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied. This thing has been known for almost since the beginning of time. Enoch prophesied. God showed it to who first? He first showed it to Enoch. Amen. Then he touched on it with Daniel. Amen. Christ and the other prophets. Amen. Isaiah. And then, amen, Christ. Amen. Amen. It's not only over there. Amen. It's some more books we gotta go to uh, go, go through in a little bit. We're gonna we gonna go we're gonna get there. Amen. Watch this. Amen. verse fourteen. And and then he said, The law he said, Behold, the Lord coming with ten thousands of his saints. Yes, amen. Sir. So he had to write it in terms of his times because back then they didn't think of time in terms of millions and billions. Amen. There was no need for them to calculate And that type of term back then, that type of numbers. It was just no need to them thinking that, 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 I mean, that, that, that high. Amen.
0: But he Amen. said, come
1: with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to come convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which come they on. have ungodly committed. And of Come all on. the harsh speeches with ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Lord Amherst, Amherst. People are wasting their time speaking against God. Oh, I don't believe in that nonsense. It reminds you of when the people were mocking Noah during the time of, of Noah. Amen. Yes, they were mocking Noah? And Noah yes, gave him 200 years. He, he said, hey, it's called blood. They laughed at him and mocked him. And say, man, you don't know what you're talking about. ain't no such thing as that. It ain't never flooded. Amen. They was all used to the dew drops from heaven. They wasn't used to rain. Amen. But dew starts to rain. On that day, the day of the Lord comes as a what? As a thief in the night. When it began to rain. They didn't know what to do with themselves. Man, can you imagine people running? I'm talking about thousands of people running to the hills, trying to climb up mountains. Try to climb trees. They'll try to get to the highest point that they can. beating on the on the ark for Noah, let him in, but he couldn't let him in. Because once God no. filled that door shut, it was seal. It's going to be seal. the same thing once Christ come back to get the church. Once those trumpets blow, it's too late. Amen. It's going to be too Amen. late. So Paul said, "In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye." Twinkling of an eye. Amen. That's it. We're going to be out of here.
0: Out of here. That's
1: it. It ain't not matter if you're driving your car. It ain't going matter if you're taking a bath. It don't matter if you're cooking, if you're on your job working. Amen. You're going to be out of here. You're going to be gone. Amen. All glory yes, be sir. to God. Amen. Yes, All glory be to God. Amen. I want to share something else with you. This go ahead, time brother. Again. You're welcome. To right, give to you. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's Amen. let's look at some more scripture. Let's Amen. look at some more scripture. Let's go over to... Uh, First Corinthians. First Corinthians. All 50, right. 15. Amen. 1552. Yeah. 52. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me finish Matthew. I'm sorry. Let me finish Matthew. Matthew thirty-four thirty-one. Right. 31. Let me finish that. And then he said, and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds. From one end of the heavens to the other. Now, I already told you that the saints, the, the church is already gone. The church is already in heaven and with Christ. So when we come back with Christ, I showed you in Revelation the 19th chapter that the, the church is the armies of God, which is the saints. We are what? In the army of the Lord. We're going to come yes. back with Christ.
0: Amen.
1: Reign with him a thousand years. So who is this elect that's still on the earth at the end of the tribulation? There's going to be those who accepted Christ, amen, before it was too late. Some of them are going to survive. You know, people are going to hide. People are hiding right now. Did You know, in certain countries, people are say They have church in the basement. They have church in hidden places. People are hiding right now. That's how it's going to be during the tribulation. Some folks are not going to be out in the open. Some people going to keep it, you know, they're going to they're gonna go off to a little place. Remember, the Antichrist going to be on the earth at the time. Amen. He's he gonna sir. be looking he's gonna, he gonna be looking for folks that uh, talking about Christ. And if they acknowledge they talking about Christ, they may you know he's gonna be trying to kill them on the spot. Amen. Yes, sir. But there's gonna be yes, some sir. that's gonna make it. Amen. To the very end. Amen. Amen.
0: Now first,
1: amen. amen. First Corinthians, I want to share this with you. First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter, verse fifty two. First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter. Yeah. Verse 52. Amen. Amen, Watch brother. You got saying. it. Amen. Amen. Watch what this says. Amen. Verses fifty one fifty two. All right. First Corinthians the fifteenth chapter. Verse fifty one says, Behold, I show you a mystery. That word in the Greek is musterion, which means a secret. But the secret is not to those of us that have salvation. The secret is hidden to those that have rejected God. They have no clue. See, Amen. See, we are preaching this message. We're warning the church. There are some people in the church that don't know that don't know about the great secret. But that is our job. Amen. Overseer Tim Jackson, this is our job. There's a lot of preachers that ain't preaching this message.
0: You but sure it's our
1: job, my job to teach you and preach this message to you that Christ is soon to return to this earth. And there's a secret. See, Daniel, he didn't know about the church. Amen. He didn't see this part.
0: He didn't see That's the rapture. Right. Amen. Right. He,
1: didn't see he didn't see the rapture. He said, seal it up. He said, he wants to know. Daniel wants to know. But he said, seal it up, Daniel. It's the it time of the end. Amen. He said, you go and stand in your life. You stand in your blessing at the very end of the tribulation. But Christ is going to raise you up. Amen. And you're going to stand Ooh. in your life. Amen. He said, but this thing here. And it was kept, it was kept hidden, amen, from most of them at that time, amen, from from the day of generation, it was hidden, amen, but it was revealed to who? Paul. And Paul revealed it to the Corinthians. He revealed it to the churches. Amen. Amen. He said, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, Woo! but we shall all be changed. Good amen. morning. Amen. Amen. Another word, what he said, we won't all die. But we will all be changed. Even though we're not in the grave, God still is going to change us. He said, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, amen, for the trump shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on Immortality. What Christ is saying that you've been invited to the to the lamb supper. You've been invited. you been invited. <laughs> Come on, Amen. Boy. The bride and groom. You know how it is the bride and groom. Yeah, and you gotta get
0: dressed up. Yeah.
1: The groom has to be dressed up and look nice, just like the bride. The bride gonna look good, look nice. Amen. We need the groom to look nice. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So Amen, Christ was a you brand it. new body. Amen. That's right, Doctor. Amen. All glory be to God. We don't wanna minimize the glory of God. See, some people minimize that. Amen. I remember speaking to this young guy. He had just got saved and I was explaining to him this script these these the contents of these script. He was saying, Man, I don't care if I'm four hundred pounds. I said, Amen, I understand what you're saying, but we don't wanna minimize God's power. God said, No, I'm gonna give you a new body. Amen. I give what yeah, you Amen. Saying. I get what he said. He was just saying, I'm just grateful to be saved. Now I'm just grateful that I'm going to make it here. Amen. I'm grateful too, but we don't want to minimize God's power. Amen. Because God is Amen. Really brand new body. Amen. If you got dentures in your mouth, you're going to have all these teeth again. If you have a limb missing, you're going to have an oil. Amen. If you got creature, you're going to have your skin just like it was, beautiful than what it ever was. If you lost your hair like me and your hair turning great, Amen. Your heart going to be better than it was when you was a teenager. Yeah. Amen. If you didn't pick up weight, you're going to be fit. If you got stretch mark, ain't going to be no more stretch marks and mold. Come on, he on he preacher. Gonna fix. fix it. He going to fix all of that. Amen. You're going to look better than a newborn baby. baby.
0: Hey, man.
1: You better, you better talk to me in here.
0: Amen. Man,
1: hey, man. I want to hey, show you something. If I got a little time. Hey, Amen. Go ahead, man.
0: Amen.
1: I'll go with me, because we still dealing with the rapture, amen We're we yeah. dealing with the second coming of Christ But one is in the Which he's going to come back and get to church The second time he's going to come back to the earth Amen But before I do that, I want to go over to Matthew The 24th chapter, verse 30 All right, 24, so let's, let's get, all right Hey, 24, let's deal with the rapture The gathering together Because so now Christ is giving them an example Of the gathering together, amen he said, but of that day and hour, knoweth no man. Amen. Yeah,
0: no, not right. the
1: angels of heaven, but my father only. Amen. Now, notice that at the beginning of the context of verse 36, just like the beginning of the context of verse 29, he gives a time frame. Well, he kind of gives you, he talks about time. In verse 29, it says, immediately after the tribulation. This is how we know that this context appears here is referring to the church coming back with Christ because we know in Revelation 19 and 11, starting there, that Christ is what? Returning at the end of the tribulation. So we know yeah. what that is. Amen. We know that's not a secret. Amen. But the but the gathering together, of the churches are what? Secret. Who knows this secret? Only God, Yahweh in heaven knows. You know, Watch what Christ said. He said, he said, of the, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. Yeah. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father. Oh, so only the Heavenly Father know He's going to tell Christ when to do what? Go down Come. and get my church. Woo, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. You ought to be shouting to the top of your lungs. Glory, Children. hallelujah. Amen, because you want to know Amen, why brother. I, I, get, I get to miss the tribulation. I ain't got to worry about dying if he come back this year or soon, hopefully he'll come back in our lifetime. We ain't got to worry about dying, oh my God, man, it's the one of the most glorified times to be alive. Do you know what that means? Come salvation on. is near amen we we won't have to suffer through the great tribulation. many That's things right. have always wanted that. I used to wonder about when I did when I was first new and being saved and I knew about revelation, I started to read. I like Lord God Almighty. You mean to tell me we got to go through the tribulation? I said, Lord, I was praying, but <laughs> Lord, give me the strength. I said, yeah, yeah, I was gonna be able to endure that. Especially when they started talking about uh, uh, how there won't be no food and. Family. I was just thinking about my wife and kids. Even my kids were little too. I was thinking about my wife and kids, and Lord, how? I said, if it happens to me tomorrow, how am I gonna be able to to take care of them? I don't want to accept the margin of the beast, Amen. I'm gonna be. I'm like, man, I'm not accepting, man, I'm saved I said, how am I going to feed my family? Then the Holy Spirit revealed it. The Holy Spirit said, guess what, Tim? Amen We have to read and study the scriptures We won't even be here I Woo! said, thank you, Lord Oh, man, hallelujah, doctor I was so hallelujah. happy I said, thank you, Lord Thank you, Yahweh thank you, Jesus. thank you, Yeshua Thank you, praise your holy name For there is none like you in all existence but I was so relieved to know that we ain't got to fight through that. We ain't got to do nothing because you want to know why? God don't want to, God don't cause you to sin. You know what people got not understand? Because let me tell you right now, you say you think you're holding it, hold it now, you won't. But take your job and your money from you. You got kids to feed you. What you think you're going to do? Come you're going to start taking. You're going to start stealing yeah. and stealing. you going to cause you, why? That's, a, that's natural human instinct. If you take the, you take the ability, ability for me to buy, to provide my kids, at that point, my kids don't understand that, hey, the the, the government system ain't allowing allow you to work because you don't want to take a mark. The, the, the kids don't understand. The kids, well, hey, I'm hungry. I want some food, daddy. You don't feed me. What are we going to eat? Amen. And so God is not going to cause you to be put in the city. He said, I won't put no more on you. What?
0: And yeah, yeah. He
1: loved you. He said, you know what? God's going to always give you a way of escape. Amen. Yes, so I want up. to show that to you. Hey, let me go ahead. Matthew, the 24, go ahead, go seven, ahead. Verse, verse, verse 37. It said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking,
0: marrying
1: and giving in marriage. Until, that, until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. That's how the, excuse me, that's how the rapture is going to be. It's going to be too yeah. late. Folks partying, clubbing, getting tattooed, drinking, drugging, boy, they doing it all. They throwing it up and throwing it back. They ain't concerned about God. Hey, hey, come on. Hey, hey, man, they ain't concerned about God. It's like, God who? God who? What is it? Huh? They all, man, they getting cute with it and everything. But, man, when the rapture comes, when the church is out of here, it's going to be too late. Too late. They're going to be mourning, crying, hollering, wailing. They ain't going to know what to do with them sins. Amen. They are not Lord, going to do. it's gonna to be too late. It's gonna to be late. too late. Now watch this. Verse 4 says, Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Amen. Amen. Come That's on. how it's gonna be. Two women shall be grinding at the men. The one shall be taken and the other left. Yeah. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord do come. But know this that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think, not the Son of Man cometh. Lord, have mercy.
0: Yeah.
1: Amen. And I got to share with you, Revelation 3. Come on. Let me show you something for those of you that think we're going to be here. He's not going to be here. You still got some plain, plain, They claim they love God. and They read the Bible. Talking about the church going through the church. We will not, cannot, shall not, and will not go through the tribulation. Amen. 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 Revelation. Amen. Amen. Revelation, the third chapter, verse 10 says, because thou hast, gotcha. thou hast kept. Amen. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also would keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them. See, not us, them. To try them that dwell upon the earth. The try ain't for us. The test, the try means the test ain't for us. Amen. We Amen. accepting salvation, but the try is for those who reject God, the come on. of the wicked. Amen. Amen. One more. One more. Go ahead, brother. brother. You, you, you're it down. Yeah. Amen. All glory be to God. Amen. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. Let me show you something else. Amen. All right. some folks that folks that love go we're it. gonna go through the tribulation. Amen. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verses one, two, and three. I'm gonna turn it over to the brother. It says, Amen, and now we doing with the with the, the gatherings together. He said, But of the times and the seasons, brethren. You have no need that I write unto you. Who is Paul talking to? He's talking to the church, not only just the church of his time, but the church throughout history. If there's no need that I write to you, what is he talking about? He's talking about the day of the Lord. Watch this. For yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord is so current as a thief in the night. What is the day of the Lord? Amen. It is recognized a seven-year tribulation period. It's going to be the wrath of God where God's going to pull out, his wrath upon the wicked seven years because they have what rejected God. Amen. This is what this is. Amen. It said, it said, uh, uh, it said for yourself, no purpose perfectly that the dead of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night Amen. for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. It's talking about the wicked. It ain't talking about the church. Watch this. Amen, watch this. Verse 4 says, but ye, brethren, now it's talking back to the church, are not in darkness, because we have what? Salvation. We have light. That that day should overtake you as a thief. So that's how yeah. we know when it says he'll come as a thief and night. He ain't talking about us. He's not talking to the church. We just showed you where he's not talking about us. It's not going to overtake you, the church. It's going to take them, the wicked, that rebel against God. Lord, have mercy.
0: Have his mercy.
1: God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord, Joshua Christ. May God have a blessing to the hearers and reading of his holy word. Amen. Amen. There you go, brother. I'm going to be looking Lord, oh, look at here. Look over here. Brother. I'll I'll be back on with you this week. Amen. God bless you, brother.
0: Amen. Amen. Go ahead, doctor. Take it away. All right. This is is a bad boy. This is a bad boy. You know why he's a bad boy? He's telling the truth. The people don't like the truth. He don't told it. He don't told it. He can't keep it to himself. I'm letting you know, this tribulation period is not going to be no play toy. He fully explained exactly what the church through the scriptures, where the church is going to be, how long the church is going to be absent from the earth, seven years. When the church is coming back in the 19th chapter 11 verse of Revelation, we come back with the, uh, 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 Jesus Christ, and we get ready to judge the world, and we get ready to go into the millennium reign of Jesus Christ, but yet still the first three and one-half years will be a fake peace. It will break down in the middle of the tribulation of the one of the greatest time ever known up on the face of the earth, and I'm going to go back there where Daniel talks about it, and he says this in the book of Daniel, 12th chapter, first verse, it says this, and at that time shall Michael stand up, that great prince which standeth up for the children of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time, and at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who shall be found written in the book. And the book says, and many of them which sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame, and everlasting contempt. This is going to be a time of trouble never ever since The beginning of time. It will be slaughter in the streets. It will be guillotines used. It will be all kinds of weapons of destruction and murdering and catching people. And that in the middle of the tribulation, the whole system will change for the worse. That means that men will be tattooed. Tattooed what? With the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast will be put into people's skin to identify them with the Antichrist. Whoever will not not receive the mark of the beast, those that will refuse the mark of the beast will be killed. Those that receive the mark of the beast, which will be a computer chip, a computer chip, a computer chip in the forehead, are in the right hand. Their forehead means the mind. The right hand means authority to turn your soul over to what? Luciferians, the devil. The devil will actually want to buy your soul. He will say, I'll give you the privilege to do what? I'll give you the privilege to buy, sell if you will worship me. That's what the devil wants. He wants people to worship him. How do you worship the devil? You worship the devil by doing his bidding of sinning against God. When you sin against God, you're worshiping the devil. The devil wants worship. He wants to be acknowledged that he can make people believe that he is the true God. He is a liar. He is a Beelzebub. He is the red dragon. He's the old serpent. He is Satan. He is the fallen, anointed cherubim that fell from heaven at the beginning of time of creation, and he's been on this earth for at least 6,000 years, and guess what? His time is almost up. It's almost done. It's almost coming to a close, and the world today is in a position right now to accept the mark. Why? Because food prices are getting ridiculous. People can only buy themselves, uh, pay their bills. Why? Because the food is going up. Everything is going up. Water, the price of water is going up. The price of eggs is going up. The price of meat is going up. Everything is going up. And guess what? The church, the body of Christ, the sanctified ones, the born of again believers are getting ready to go up. The Bible says, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great a salvation, and that salvation is found in none other than Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the one that's going to deliver the church from the what? The wrath of God. What is the wrath of God? The wrath of God is God's judgment against sin, against sin. Anybody that rejects Jesus Christ, the wrath of God is up on your soul. God is angry if you refuse His Son. If you let His Son, let His Son go by, and tell you telling the world and you telling the Son of God, I don't need you right now. I I really don't want you. You know what I want to do? I want to have my fun. I want to drink. I want my women. I want my men. You you want everything that's debauchery against God. And you're telling your heart, you're telling your spirit, I don't want this Savior. In fact, he really didn't have to die for me. I I, I, I don't need nobody to die for me. I'm going to die myself. You know something? My friends are going to be in hell, and you know what we're going to have? This is what man is thinking. We're going to have a good time in hell. Yeah, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a hot time in hell because hell is hot. Hell is, is long. Hell is eternity. Hell is the wrath of God upon your sins because you rejected his only begotten Son. You instead of you let Jesus Christ take your wrath, take your anger that God had against sin, you told God, All right, Lord, I, I dig I dig what you did for me. I dig it. I can dig it. Um but I'm all right now. I really don't need that. You know why I'm digging it? I'm digging it because I wanna I want my women, man. I, I ain't I ain't repenting. I can't depend on that. I'm not gonna repent of that woman and of those women I had. I'm not gonna repent of my drinking and my lying and my man, I'm in love with that so much. I'll tell you what you do. If if you really want me, wait till I get through and I get ready to die, then you can take me. But let me tell you, that death that deathbed repentance don't work often. Don't wait till the last minute to try to repent and tell God you're sorry. And I know the thief on the cross. He made it in because he had a sense enough to know that the man that was hanging with him, beside him, he said, can you remember me? He knew that he was the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said, from this day, you shall be with me in paradise. The man was saved, but it don't happen every day because sometimes death is swift. Death has no warning. Death is like a, 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 a bolt of lightning. You can be alive today and die today. It ain't like live today and die tomorrow. People are dying like flies. People are leaving this earth without Christ, like flies. And let me tell you, if you leave this world, Lord, have mercy. If you leave this world and you are gonna, you're gonna, you saying that you're going to take your own sins and responsibility and I'll go to hell. Well, let me tell you something. When you get to hell, you're gonna be sorry on top of sorry. Sorry, sorry. You're gonna be so sorry that sorry gonna to have to get up and leave because there's no excuses for you trying to fool God when God knows exactly what decision you gonna make and he wants you to make his decision and you tell the Lord, Hey, you know, the heck with it. I got this I, I got this uh, I got this habit. I like my drugs, I like to get on on the high horse. I I I, I like to worship the devil. I love what he has to do. he got everything that my flesh is pleased with. And and Lord, you can't please my flesh, so I'm going to take the world, the devil, and the flesh. And guess what? Hell has enlarged itself to a point that is unmeasurable. Broad is the way. Wide is the gate. Broad is the way that leadeth into destruction. And many shall go in thereat, For straight is the way and narrow is the gate that leadeth to life, and very few will find it. Majority, listen to me, the majority of the world's population will go to hell. Majority, not all, but majority of the souls that will leave this world without Christ in their life will end up in hell. Whatever you do, whatever you say, Don't make fun of hell, because hell was prepared for the devil and his angels, not mankind. God didn't make hell for mankind. He made it for satanic, fallen, wicked angels, and they are going to burn, burn, baby, burn, burn on Never consume the weight. Never lose your pain. Never lose your agony. Never, never, never have a relief. You'll be in agony, the agony gritting your teeth. You'll be crying with no tears. You'll be hollering with nobody listening. You will be in a place where you will be beyond misery. And Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ did for you. What did he do? He went to hell. He went down into hell, not Gehenna. He didn't go to Gehenna. He went to hell, a waiting room for all the wicked dead. And he preached to those in prison. He preached to them and said, I got the victory. I'm paying the price of sin. I shed my blood on Calvary's cross, and I'll be leaving hell within three days. He went to paradise. He went to hell. He went to Tartarus. He went to enclosed pits in the, her- in the earth to preach to those wicked spirits and angels and tell them, I got the victory. Y'all don't have the victory because when I come up from the grave, I'm going to have all power, all power in heaven and earth in my hand. In other words, I'm able to save to the uttermost. I'm I'm able to save the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. I'm able to save the drug addict. I'm able to save the the whore monger. I'm able to save the pimp. I'm able to save save the whores. I'm able to save the the, the elite. I'm able to save all those that are under the wicked spirit of the devil and his angels. If they will come to me, I can sanctify them and clean them up. I can make them in my image and in my likeness. I can bring them on into my kingdom. But if they don't come to me, if they don't repent, they will have to pay for their own sins. My God, my God, this tribulation period will be such a horrific judgment like never before. It will be agony. It will be crying. It will be resentment. It will be dealing with the five senses of the human human uh, uh, human being. It will be dealing with the taste. It will be dealing with the smell. It will be dealing with the hearing. It will be dealing with the eyes. It will be dealing with the memory. It will be dealing with every senses that the human body has, because you will know exactly where you at and why you were there and you will be kicking yourself in your own mind. Why didn't I? Why didn't I accept Christ? Why didn't I come to the Lord Jesus Christ? I know he died for me. I know he was was hung on the tree. I know that. Why didn't I? Why didn't somebody yank me and pull me? Well, at the time, you were saying, I don't want it. And if you don't want Christ, Christ will never force his Holy Spirit up on you. He will never try to drive the Holy Ghost in you. He said, whosoever will, let him come. You, if you want to be saved, you've got to want to be saved. You got to wanna not to go to hell. You got to wanna know that God loves you so much. You got to you got to know that God is good, God is kind, God is long suffering. You got to know that. And if you don't know that, the devil will put in your mind that God is God ain't true. But God is true. It's the devil that's a liar and the truth is not in him. The tribulation period, as we said before, will last exactly seven years. That will conclude the four 400- <laughs> hundred and eighty three years, making it four hundred and ninety years that God will deal with the Jewish people. So what I'm saying, the four hundred and eighty-three years is getting ready to be fulfilled at the time of the rapture of the church. When the rapture of the church occur, God will go back to the Jewish people. When he goes back to the Jewish people, the church will be omitted. It will be translated from earth to glory. When it is transmitted from earth to glory, the body of Christ will be in the middle of the heavenlies, being judged at the judgment seat of Christ. And since then, the church will not be here on earth. And God said, I got somebody. I got somebody. I got somebody to fulfill the mission of the Jewish people. I got some people that's going to preach the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom is the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ about his burial, his death, his suffering, and his resurrection and the return of the millennium reign. The millennium reign will come after Christ comes back to this earth. But before that, God has to get the gospel out for the last time by the Jewish people. And in the Bible, it tells us exactly, exactly who is going to do this ministry during the period of the tribulation. And those are these. These are the people, God's chosen people, that's going to fulfill the first part of the tribulation period while the Antichrist will be here on earth. And the Antichrist will not be able to stop these people, the Jewish people. In the seventh chapter of Revelation, we will find the gospel of the kingdom. This is what the gospel of the kingdom is. In the seventh chapter of Revelation, it says, the first verse says, and after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth holding the four winds of the earth that the wind should not blow on the earth nor on the sea nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east having the seal of the living God. And he cried out with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. And these angels said to, what one angel said to these, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. The angels telling these, telling the judgment of God, hold back for a short time. Don't do nothing right now. This is the beginning of the first uh, half of the tribulation. Don't 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 do that. Until until we seal the 144,000. 12,000 Jewish men from each tribe times 12 equals 144,000. These men will preach around the world. Did you hear what I said? They're going to preach around the world through technology communication. Sophisticated technology will be to hear these men preach the gospel of the kingdom of God for 1,260 days. How many from each tribe? Well, in the fifth chapter, it says the tribe of Judah, there'll be 12,000. Roll calls coming. The tribe of Reuben, 12,000. The tribe of Gad, 12,000. The tribe of Asher, 12,000. The tribe of Nephilim, 12,000. The tribe of Manasseh, 12,000. The tribe of Simeon, 12,000. The tribe of Levi, 12,000. The tribe of Issachar, 12,000. The tribe of Zebulun, 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000. The tribe of Benjamin, 12,000. 12,000 times 12 equals 144,000. Yeah, 144,000 is more than on the day of Pentecost. In the day of Pentecost, there was only 120. And uh, the Lord told uh, uh, the disciples, go back down to Jerusalem and preach the gospel. And I'm going to send you some power when the 40th of time comes. And the 40th Day was all right because the Lord was on the earth. But he went up on top of the Mount of Olive and told the disciples, of, go back down, go back down to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. And I'm going to send you the power of the Holy Ghost. And you shall be a witness for me to the utmost parts of the earth. Good God Almighty. Then uh, Jesus went back to heaven and ten days later, They was in the upper room, in one accord, with one mind, in one place, and then they heard a mighty rushing wind come on in, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and when the Holy Ghost came, they went outside, preaching the gospel of grace and telling the Jewish nation, this is the Christ that you hung and crucified on the tree. And now he's telling you, repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know what happened there? They tell me the gospel of grace was started up. And the gospel of grace has been on the earth. For the last 2,000 years, the gospel of grace, meaning that God has given man time enough for, and to repent, but they tell me the world is still not repenting. So what he did, he said, now, since the church age is almost over... I'm going to remove the church from the planet Earth and take them on to glory. And there I'm going to judge the church. But after the church is gone, I'm going to send Israel out. I'm going to send 12 tribes out. I'm going to send 12,000 from each tribe. I'm going to multiply 12 times 12, and we get 144,000. And I'm going to seal them with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to fill them with the Holy Spirit, and they're going to preach for 1,000. Two hundred and sixty days. Good God Almighty. And they've been preaching. When they started to preach, they're going to start off in Jerusalem because Jerusalem is the capital of the gospel. (laughs) Jerusalem is the capital of the gospel. The the gospel of Jesus Christ started in Jerusalem. The church started in Jerusalem. And the preaching of the 144,000 is going to start up in Jerusalem. And these men are going to preach for 1,260 days, 42 months, three and one half years, time and time and a half a time. That means they're going to be fulfilling and preaching the word of God and repenting and telling the people that Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back and set up the millennial kingdom. And he's going to have 12,000 from each tribe and they're going to go around the world and people are going to be able to televise them. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I am saying. And what I am saying, the mission of the church, the mission of every born-again believer that is saved and sanctified and justified by the love and grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be excommunicated from this planet. And after they leave this planet, God's going to send the 144,000 Jews because what he's doing, he's fulfilling the 490 years that he promised that he would deal with them. And he dealt with them 483 years and they were cut off when Jesus Christ came riding to Jerusalem on the coat of an ass. And they tell me the Jewish was cut off And God said, I'm going to grab the Gentiles in to become majority of the church. And the church has been on this earth 2,000 years, and the time is up. The time is up for the church. The last church age is known as Laocidia. And this church is called the lukewarm church. It is not fulfilling of preaching the gospel of repentance. They are not preaching the gospel of repentance. They are preaching the gospel of rich and materialistic gain. They are preaching the gospel to fulfill their own desire. They are preaching the gospel, and they got the doctrines of the word of God all mixed up. They are not preaching the the, the death and the suffering of Jesus Christ and him coming back to judge the world in righteousness, They are preaching a lot of of lolligagging, and it's not being affected to the souls of men. So God said it's time for the church to be removed for those that have accepted me, and I'm going to bring on. I'm going to bring on the dynamite. I'm going to bring on 144,000 Jewish men that will turn the world upside down upside down. It's going to be so dynamic. It's going to be one of the world's greatest revivals worldwide. Oh, listen to what I'm saying. The world is going to hear this gospel. The world is going to hear about the suffering Savior. They're going to hear about his suffering. They're going to hear about his diet. They're going to hear about his grave being put in the grave. They're going to hear about his resurrection. They're going to hear about his love and mercy and him coming back again. And the world is going to be turned upside down. It's going to be such a dynamic revival like never before. And it's going to cause a great turning around and people will get saved. How do I know this? The Bible tells me so. The Bible tells me in the ninth verse after the 144,000 get through with their mission, God is going to remove them from the earth. And then after he removed them from the earth, he said in the ninth verse, after this, after what? After the preaching of the 144,000, lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, and kinders and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed, listen, with white robes and palms in their hands and cried with a loud voice saying, salvation to our God, which sit up on the throne and into the Lamb. And all the angels, good God Almighty, stood round and about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worship God. Nobody but God. And when you say worship God, that means they bow down to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the flesh, seen of angels, justified by the Spirit, received up into glory, and they will be saying, Amen. Blessings and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might unto our God forever, good God Almighty, forever, good God Almighty, amen And then one of the elders stood up, and one of the elders answered, saying unto me, "What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they?" And I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation. These are the ones that came through the tribulation. These are the ones that had arrived with the kingdom and received Christ. And now they're standing in the front of the throne of God with palms in their hands and singing a new song that the angels cannot sing. Yeah, and I don't know the name of the song, but I believe it goes something like this. I've been redeemed, I've been redeemed, I've been redeemed, and I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Yeah, this is a song that the angels can't sing. The reason why, because the angels have never sinned. Angels are never, don't have to be redeemed. Angels are ministering spirits. But man was made out of the dust of the earth, and he fell from grace. And God said, I'm going to bring him back from sin, death, hell, and the grave. And uh, they were at the throne, and they were singing a song. I've been redeemed, washed in the blood of the Lamb. In other words, I accepted the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, under the power of the 144,000. And he said unto me, sir, you know, and he said unto me, these are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed, listen to this, listen listen to this, have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne shall dwell among them They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the lamb which are in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them into living fountains of water. And God shall wipe away all tears From the eyes My friends let me tell you something This is what God is getting ready to do God is getting ready To conclude the mission of the church He's going to remove The body of Christ And after he removes the body of Christ The 144,000 Jews Will come in And they will preach the gospel of the kingdom. This will cause a great revival. This revival will be so great and so wonderful and so extravagant that many souls that were left here after the rapture of the church will come to Christ. They will be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. The 144,000 will be redeemed from the earth. And after they are redeemed from the earth in the middle of the tribulation, the tribulation saints that got saved in the first part of the tribulation will go through the tribulation and they will become mortals under the power and hand of the Antichrist. But by them being saved, the minute... They die. The minute they be beheaded, they will instantly go to heaven. And they would be killing them by the thousands, by the millions of people will be slaughtered by the guillotine. My friends, let me tell you something. America will link up with the system of the Antichrist, and that's NATO. A NATO will link in upon the American continent and this the United States of America will fall under the hand of the Antichrist America is already preparing for the great mortalism that's going to hit this planet the United States is already getting trains ready they're getting shackles ready they're getting FEMA camps ready They're getting coffers ready. They're getting everything ready, That getting ready to hit this earth. There's going to be a great slaughter all over the world for those that make a stand for Jesus Christ during the latter part of the tribulation period because the latter part of the three and one half years will be so devastating that if you want to exist In heaven, you're going to have to be willing enough to let your head be cut off by the guillotine. The guillotine is a French instrument that beheads people. The guillotine is coming back into service as soon as the Antichrist demands that either you receive your mark or you be beheaded. This will not happen until the middle of the tribulation period. Don't you know our uh, government? Don't you know our presidents? Don't you know that the United States government is going to be turned from democracy to a dictatorship-type government where you will be ruled by the Antichrist if you receive the mark of the beast? Don't you know since 2000, between 2008 9, 10, and 11, don't you know that Barack Obama, you know what he did and what he gave an executive order and the executive order that he would be able to have the power to bring guillotines into the United States and that has already happened in uh, uh, Alabama and then Atlanta, Georgia and the Army bases, they got over 60,000. 60,000 guillotines and more to come. They're digging graves. They're using the FEMA camps as an escape goat to use They're empty buildings and everything for concentration camps to use in the United States. No, no, no. United States is headed for judgment, for the wickedness they have done against God Almighty and try to trample his love over for the souls of men. The United States is in for a judgment. Not only the United States, but the whole world is in for judgment. And this judgment will come to a head, the last part of the tribulation period. There will be heads falling. And Barack Obama had already said, He believed in capital punishment, and he is a Muslim. He is not a Christian. He is not a Christian. He is not a Christian. He is a Muslim, and Muslims believe in head chopping. They believe in chopping off people's heads, and he's going to, these presidents that's coming up on the scene, going to make an executive order that the guillotine come back, and it is coming back. And America is going to fall under the iron fist of the Antichrist. And he will be the devil incarnated. The Antichrist, I said the Antichrist will be the devil incarnated. Satan will actually enter into this man that's called King Philippe out of Spain. He will be incarnated in his body after they assassinate him and he stays he 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 he, he, he's killed and he stays dead for three days. Three days after three days there is gonna be a war in heaven. Michael and his angels will fight against the dragon and his angels and they will be cast to the earth and the devil will take charge of this earth for three and one half years and the the, the, uh, the demons and the devil himself will enter this dead body of the Antichrist and resurrect it from the dead, and he will do a phony, fake, quiet resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the world will believe, since he's done this resurrection, that he is God Almighty, and he's not God Almighty. He's the devil trying to imitate the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it ain't going to work. It only works for those that believe that this man is the Antichrist. And he's not. He's the devil. And he wants worship. And this here worship will be brought on by The beast will demand that they receive a mark on their right hand or in their foreheads. And they got the mark already. The computer chip will be used. I say the computer chip will be used in the last three and one half years. It will be hell on earth. It will last for 1,260 days. And when the 144,000 is raptured up to Zion or go to heaven because their mission will be done, after they are done, God will send two witnesses, two. And these two witnesses will have power to shut up heaven. That's one witness. And the other will have power to bring plagues up on the earth. There's only two men in the Bible the whole Bible that has that kind of power. And that is Moses and Elijah. Moses had power enough to bring 10 plagues up on Egypt by the power of God. And Elijah had power enough to tell God, don't let it rain for three and one half years and God stopped the rain for three and one half years. Well, these two men is coming back on the scene and they will be in Jerusalem in the latter part of the three and one half years and they will preach 1,260 days. Every day, every month, every hour, they will proclaim the gospel of the kingdom. They will be saying that Jesus Christ is the son of God that he died and rose again, and he's coming back to set up the millennial kingdom for three and one-half years. It will be televised around the world. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me. This is coming to pass. It's going to be televised around the world, and the whole world is going to see these men preach the gospel of the kingdom until they get so mad and so angry that they will stop their ears up. They will say, we are tired of hearing this crowd. Shut them down, and God is given them permission that these men will be killed at the end of the 1,260 days. Otherwise, if they try to mess with them before their time is up, guess what? Fire will come out of their mouth and devour their adversaries. So the gospel will be preached by the 144,000, and the gospel will be preached by the two witnesses, and God is going to send three angels out and give them permission to fly around the world to preach the everlasting gospel and to warn the people not to receive the mark of the beast for if they do, their souls will be damned forever in eternal fire. Because when they receive that mark, they are going to be a paying allegiance to the Antichrist and becomes a child of the devil himself. And there will no be there will be no forgiveness after they receive the mark. After they receive that mark, either on the forehead or on their right hand. Their soul will be damned and they will break out with sores upon their flesh and boils and the sun will scorch them and their backs. Why? Because they rejected the crucifixion. They rejected the suffering of Christ for their sins. They rejected him bowing his head. They rejected him for being put in the grave. They rejected him on the resurrection morning. And so now they got to pay for their own sin, and their own sin is death. What you mean, preacher? Separation from God. That's what it is. Separation from God, that's a spiritual death. And to be separated from God forever means that hell will be your home. Hell will be your home, not because you didn't go to church, not because you didn't do this or do that, but because you rejected the love and the mercy and the forgiveness of sin through Christ's burial, death, and resurrection. Don't go to hell. If you miss the tribulation, if you miss the rapture, you will have to go through the tribulation if you if you, if you be alive, but it's going to be rough, it's going to be tough, it's going to be devastating for those that's left here. Don't be left here. Don't be a fool. Don't be thinking you ain't going to have to face God because let me tell you, it's appointed once for men to die. And after death, it's not Walmart It's not J.C. Penney. It's not Macy. It's not a football game or basketball. After death, there's a judgment. And the judgment is called the great, the great white throne where all the wicked, all the wicked will be judged in the courthouse of the middle of the universe, God is going to judge every wicked person that ever lived at the great white throne. The great dictators will be there. The great prostitutes will be there. The great liars will be there. The great homosexuals will be there. The great, the the, uh, 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 the, the, the quacks will be there. The drug addicts will be there. The captains and and all the elite will be there because the elite don't want nothing to do with God. All the high class of the high class wicked people will be there. They will stand before the great white throne. And as they stand before the great white throne, the Bible says, the Bible says the books were open. What? The books of records. God keeps records. He's got records upon every living human being. Every living human being that lived wicked and never gave their life to Christ will be judged out of the things which are written in the book. And I'm going to read in Revelation. About the Great White Throne. The Great White Throne will be the end, will happen at the end of the millennium reign. At the end of the millennium reign, there will be The Great White Throne.
1: The Millennium
0: Reign, after the Millennium Reign, it goes like this. And I saw a great white throne. It proclaims the final judgment of the unredeemed, which will take place at the end of the Kingdom Age, or the Millennium Age. And him who sat on it, from, whom, from whose face of the earth and the heavens fled away and there was found no place for them. In other words, everything around them will flee away and there won't be nobody in standing in the universe but those that are unredeemed. And there was uh, no place for them to go hide or do nothing. They got to stand there. They got to stand there. And I don't know if they can look up, but I doubt if they can look up at the face of the throne of God. But I believe every head will be bowed, looking down. And they won't have to have no lawyer. to try them get to reach because the lawyer will already be there. God will judge. Nobody will be able to appeal nothing. They will be found stone guilty. For what? For not accepting Christ. They will be found guilty. And listen, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God pertains to the second resurrection, the resurrection of damnation. Books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the book according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death, separation from God, and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they will judge every man according to their works. Point to the fact that every unredeemed person who has ever lived will face a great white throne None. Will be exempt. Records. the fact that this judgment is not attribute, but it is based on absolute justice. And death and hell were cast. listen, death and hell was cast into the lake of fire. combined includes the wicked of all ages. This is the second death, eternal, listen to it. Listen what it says, eternal separation from God and the lake of fire. You'll be separated from God, and you'll be cast into the lake of fire. You won't have to worry. God will not be bothered with you anymore. He's done. You won't have to worry about anybody preaching to you and yearning you and wooing you to come to Christ. No more! No more! You don't have to worry about going to church. You don't have to worry about praying. You don't have to worry about singing a song. You don't have to worry about taking up an offer. You don't have to worry about trying to get rich. You don't have to worry about that no more. There ain't nothing for you to worry about But the only thing you will have a problem with forever, you will never, you will never, you will never get out of hell. You are there forever. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life refers to the record of all the unredeemed. This includes every single individual who isn't redeemed beginning with Adam and Eve. That is if they didn't come back to God. I believe Adam and Eve came back to God. I believe Adam and Eve. That's what I believe. Because after they had failed from being disobedient, God gave them the plan and told Lucifer, He told Adam, he told Eve exactly what he was going to do in order to redeem humanity back to him. And God knew that majority of the world would not accept him. But God knew that he would get a few people to receive him. And come to him through the cross. Whosoever will let him come. In other words, whoever wanna be saved, Jesus Christ said, Come to me, and I'll make you fishes of men. Come to me, and I'll forgive you of your sin. Come to me, and I'll redeem your soul by my blood. Come to me and I will make you a new creature. Come to me, and I will shed my blood for your sins that you can have everlasting life. And guess what? Majority of the world rejects it. Don't be the one. Please don't be the one. Don't be the one that you will lose your soul forever. For if you go to hell, you will regret the day you was born. You will never have peace. No more. You will totally become indestructible, and your body will always be indestructible, and you will burn forever. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Spiritual death means separation from God. And when you're separated from God, the place that you will go is hell. You won't go to hell for nothing else but one thing you will go to hell for. You will go to hell because You refuse to receive salvation. And that salvation can only come through Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whatever you do, you need to come to Christ right now. Right now, you need to come to Christ. You need to repent. Church going ain't going to save you. I love to go to church, but just going to church ain't going to save me. It can can tell me how to get saved. It it, it can give me uh, uh, encouragement. It's supposed to. I, I, I can't work my way to heaven. I can't cry my way to heaven. I can't shout my way to heaven. I can't speak in tongues and on my way to heaven. I can't. I can't get my ma- mama salvation to take some of her. I can't get my dad. No, no, no. I can't pay my way. I can't get on my knees and plead to God. Lord, let me in. Uh, uh, but do I have to accept your Savior? No, this is what I'm saying. I don't care how much you plead to God. You've got to accept Jesus as your Savior before you ever can live the almighty God because the blood of Jesus Christ is the only thing that can wash you whiter than snow it will cleanse your soul, your spirit that you will be perfectly saved you will be perfect what God wants you to be as far as salvation and he will snatch your soul out of your body when the rapture comes and change your mortal body to immortality and you'll be caught up to meet the Lord in the air and those that's in their grave that died in Jesus Christ will come up from the grave and the twinkle of an eye be chained, and we that remain alive shall be called to meet the Lord in the air. We shall evermore be with the Lord. Comfort one another with these words. Jesus Christ is coming back. This is Elder Bazaar coming to you from watching on the wall. I'm pushing on, I'm moving on, I'm pressing on, I'm looking up, I'm looking for the prize. And that prize is the return of Christ. He's coming back. And this year is very crucial. This year is very close. This year is the year of all years, 2023. Because this generation will end. This generation will end in 2030. And 2030 will put you at the end of the six thousand years. And Jesus Christ says this generation shall not pass away until these things be fulfilled. So what you say, preacher, I'm saying we only got seven years for this thing to be fulfilled. And that seven years will put you in twenty thirty. Cause tribulation period and revelation carries the period of one thousand seven hundred years. One thousand. The millennium reign and it, it covers I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it covers a period. From the third chapter of Revelation to the twenty to the nineteenth chapter of Revelation, it covers a period of two thousand seven years. You got the church age. Remember the church age is 2,000 years. Revelation is seven years. The millennium reign is 1,000 years. So you got 3,700 years brings you to the great white throne. So now, time is short. The day is far spent. Christ is getting ready to come down here and straighten everything out. We can't go too much longer with all of this horrific, diabolical sin that's going on in the world. It cannot last for too much longer. Are you ready to meet Jesus Christ? If you are saved and you know you're saved, you have no fear of knowing that if the Lord will call you home, that you will go. Not because you're good, not because you're bad, not because you did, but because you have accepted Jesus Christ and have all your sins washed away, clean, perfected, saved forever. Through Jesus Christ. Don't be left here. We got three more feast days to be fulfilled. The first four, as I told you before. Feast of Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, Feast of First Fruit, Feast of Pentecost. The Passover, the crucifixion, the new walk, Unleavened Bread, First Fruit, the resurrection. Pentecost, the birth of the church. Three more to be fulfilled. Feast of Trumpet, Feast of Yom Kippur, and Feast of Tabernacles. What's to be fulfilled? The rapture is the Feast of Trumpets. Yom Kippur, the return of Christ on the earth, on the top of Mount mountain is Yom Kippur. Feast of Tabernacles is the start of, of the millennium reign of Jesus Christ on earth for a thousand years. That's the conclusion. The false church, the false church is all those that have not been redeemed will link up with the great whore found in the 17th chapter of Revelation. That's the great whore. That's the false church. That's the church of Satan. That's the church that Satan has got people worshiping him instead of Christ. That's the great whore, mother of harlots and abomination of the earth. These people have not even thought about uh, receiving Christ. They will die without Christ and lift their eyes up in hell because they follow the great whore. And this great whore, came out of the last church age, Laocidia, where the world today, the Catholic diocese and all the Catholic denominations are planning to join all religions together under wonder canopy and proclaim that redemption is not required through the cross, And that you can serve your own God personally, on your own, and still go to heaven. No, it ain't going to happen. That's a no-no. You're blaspheming against the cross of Christ. You're telling Christ, it is not necessary for me to accept you by repentance of sin and be baptized and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You're telling God, I don't want it, don't need it. I'm going to worship my own personal God, which will be Lucifer himself. Don't be a fool. Come to Christ now. Come to Jesus right now. It's simple. It's simple because Apostle Paul said, if you confess, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead The Bible said thou shalt be saved In Romans 10 and 9 10 and 9 10 and 9 says this 10 and 9 says this This is how you, how you can receive Christ If That if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of glory and the Savior of men and that he died on the cross that we might be saved and shall believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead pertaining to the body resurrection of Christ as obviously you shall be saved. It's that simple. For with the heart man believes into righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. Present the word believing in a mode of thinking, not of fleeing. The believing has to do with believing Christ and that his sacrifice of himself atone for all sins. When faith comes from forth from the silent to announce itself and proclaim the glory and the grace of the Lord, its voice is confession. Confess it. Confess with your heart. Confess with your mouth that God himself manifested in the flesh, died on the cross for your sins. If you admit that, say that, mean it, receive it, claim it, and tell the Lord Jesus Christ in repentance of your sins to come into your life on your belief, what he did for you, on the atonement of the cross, and he shed blood. The Bible says if you do that and follow through with it, you confess, believe, and see, thou shalt be saved. S-A-D-E-D. Please, don't leave. And let the day go by. Without making atonement for your sins, Jesus loves you. This I know, for well, the Bible tells me so. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Warren, Ohio. This is watching on the wall. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm trying to get you to see. There's no other hope on this planet, or on the other side of this planet, on the other side of heaven. No hope other than in Jesus Christ. And you got to let the world know. you got to let the devil know. I'm confessing Christ with my mouth and believe with my heart that God raised from the dead. This is Elder Bazaar. Love you all out there. Continue to pray for me that I'll be what God wants me to be in his last and evil days. That when he comes to the end of my journey, that the Lord can say to you and say to me, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. If you accept Jesus Christ, I guarantee you, you'll get a welcome at